And welcome back to Capital Chat on KNY. I'm your host, Jordan Lewis. Joining me now, I have Kevin T. Myers. Now, Kevin, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Jordan? I'm doing good, and it's nice to hear that you're doing well. Now, as I understand it, you've come on to Capital Chat today because you have a book coming out this Sunday. Uh, this is true. Yeah, so I have a book. My, it's my second book, uh, Need Blind Ambition, uh, is what it's called. Uh, very excited about it. Uh, have a lot of pre-sales, and uh, uh, there's been some, you know, some buzz about it, some excitement about it. So yeah, I'm I'm really psyched. Gotcha. And I you know I have the book jacket here because I don't want to go too in depth. We need to make sure, sure people buy the book. That's the, that's the important <laughs> thing there. And you know, I'll, I think I'll read just like the first, you know, like little two sentences of that to try and you bet. kind of tease it out, and then we can talk a little bit more about it. You bet. The desire for relevance and to save his marriage. Is ultimately what pushed Peter Cook to leave his beloved Alaska for the prestigious Parker College. Lured by the chance to work with his childhood political idol turned college president, Peter moves to Portland, Oregon to help promote his hero's fundraising initiative that would eliminate financial status from the college admissions process. Ooh, that's a little, that's a little too relatable, actually. <laughs> actually, I'll do one more to keep this going. Peter okay. arrives on campus as the Great Recession looms. The stock market is trending toward disaster, and the opioid crisis has breached the walls of the privileged college. Now, I won't leave it there. Okay. But now, my first immediate question is kind of, what are some of the inspirations there? Now, even mentioning the financial status, I'm like, yeah. that's been a long kind of running thing with colleges, I feel. Well, for sure. And and it was somewhat inspired by the um, admissions scandal. Uh, and in fact, I mean, I guess a little bit about the title. So, right, you had mentioned need blind is, is when you eliminate the financial status of an applicant from uh, the admissions process, right? Uh, uh, excuse, yeah, need blind. Blind ambition uh, was John the title of John Dean's memoir. So John Dean was uh, uh, Richard Nixon's White House counsel during Watergate. Ooh. Uh, so Ooh. <laughs> he kind of uh, opened up about sort of uh, you know again it's the you know his title was was blind ambition because it was about Nixon's blind ambition to you know what essentially motivated him to break the law to try to remain president, uh, and it's about his role. And helping to cover that up, and he kind of comes clean about, you know, his motivations. And so, need blind ambition is kind of a mashup of 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 those two. So, um, okay, yeah. And now I think it's interesting that you have this sort of college setup because I understand that you know you were in Juno previously. You've yeah. actually come back recently. Yes, you are a UAS graduate, I believe. I am. I don't think you were there when I was a UAS student. I okay. I believe you had left at that point. You're trying to say subtly that I'm old. I'm saying Is that it? I'm quite young. I'm not saying that you're old. I'm saying I'm young. That's what I'm doing. Well, by contrast. By, yeah. Okay, yes. By contrast, it does go there, but that's not meant to be a negative. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was... Uh, I ran the public relations and marketing uh, um, office at, at UAS for five years and absolutely loved every minute of that. It was a, a great experience. I was on these airwaves quite a bit uh, uh, back during that time. So that was uh, uh, 2002 to 2007. Uh, and then I got a job um, uh, in Portland, Oregon. And so, yeah, so I went down and, and worked in higher ed in Portland, Oregon for about 14 years. Um, and so, yeah, so again, a lot of the, um, uh, the book just draws from 
you know, my experience and in higher ed and and really more about, you know, reading about sort of higher ed malfeasance and shenanigans and other untoward kind of uh, uh, things that went on over those those 20 years. And, and, and need blind ambition is really, you know, sort of all these things. Uh, uh, issues that happened that I read about kind of strung together to create what I hope is a is a very interesting, thrilling, sometimes funny, sometimes uh, 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 you know heartfelt uh, narrative. Gotcha. And I was going to ask if there was some of that personal inspiration because obviously I'm contrasting what the the book jacket says and then your own personal bio. Sure. And I'm like, okay, I can see where some of that's coming from. And I can also understand that want to have that story that you know has that levity, but then has those more serious moments. And I joke, it reminds me of putting a newscast together. I was, right. I'm sure you you know plenty about. Absolutely. You have your serious things that you got to get out there, and then you try yeah. to end it off with something a bit more positive to keep folks, you know, kind of up. And not feeling too down. Yeah, no, that that's true. Um, you know, so this is my second book, and uh, my first book, uh, Hidden Falls. Uh, uh, one of my my favorite blurbs about it was essentially uh, uh, this writer, uh, um, uh, uh, Peter Rock, said it's it's many things, right? Um, you know, it's a drama, it's a romance, it's funny, uh, it's a thriller, you know, he, he sort of, and because that's really what life is, right? It, life is not just one thing. And so, yes, this is a thriller. I hope, hopefully it's a, it's a page turner, uh, but it's also character driven. It, it, it delves into, you know, sort of many aspects of, of a person's psyche. It, it does get into uh, mental health issues. Uh, it gets into, well, it gets into a lot of things, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think it's important that, you know, we have literature that can tackle all these different topics because oftentimes you'll have, you know, books and things that hit one issue in particular, and that kind of is the main structure of the narrative. So to find a story where you can kind of work all of those in together, I think can lead to a pretty impactful message toward the end. Yeah, I, I hope, well, and that's that's my hope. That's my goal. And I come from, uh, you know, my degree is in filmmaking. Uh, I used to write film scripts. And so, you know, my, my books tend to be pretty plot-driven, but um, also very much uh, driven by the the characters, by the narratives, right? You, it, it, it's it's the character's growth that propels the plot. So yeah, so I do try to, to kind of get in, you know, dig a little deeper and and get into what motivates people quite a bit. And um, yeah, so hopefully it, it ends up being a, a fulfilling read. Gotcha. And I think you you hit a pretty good point there. Is you need those characters to push a narrative. You can't just have a story, right. But not have characters that really you know push it forward. Otherwise, you're just like, okay, you've just told me something. It's yeah, not. It exactly. doesn't stand out. Exactly. Show don't tell. You just that's the when you take a writing class, they always say show don't tell. Right? Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Gotcha. Well, I wanted to say, and so obviously this book is coming out on the thirtieth. And so where yeah. do you know where it might be coming out locally? Yeah, Hearthside Books uh, has been super supportive. Supportive. Um, they're going to have. Well, <laughs> I think there was a there was a piece on your newscast earlier about the potential UPS strike. Yeah, so, that was in the ABC news. In the ABC news, thank you. Yeah, and so I we pushed the the readings off till early September in anticipation of having difficulty getting the books actually here to Juno. Uh, so yeah, so Friday uh, uh, September first at four thirty. Um, I'll be doing a um, first Friday, and then there's a reading Tuesday, September 5th at 7. So I'll be doing a reading and a book signing, and certainly hope everybody will come out and check that out. 
Gotcha, gotcha. And it's funny, I actually had some inclination about that UPS thing for quite some time due to some of my larger national scale political knowledge, but none of that was super relevant here, which is why it right. was in the local cast. Because <laughs> I had a feeling, I'm like, if it does happen... Well, well and it yeah. hasn't happened yet, right? And, so and it's, it's not, not going, actual it, news yet, Yeah, right? and it's not going to from the right. sound of it, because okay. they, they worked out a negotiation good, there. Good, so good, that, good. that's fine. We're not going to have to <laughs> hit on that too much. Now, one of the things I would like to do before to offer you a bit of a, more of a chance to expand upon your book a bit more is, yeah. how would you want to describe it to someone if they were... Kind of like, so say like you were doing the book jacket, but yeah. as like an elevator pitch. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess here in Juno, it's about a guy who leaves Juno. The book actually starts and ends uh, at Juno. Uh, so it's a guy who's who's work uh, uh, works in the newspaper industry here, gets a job in a fancy college in Portland, Oregon, to work for his childhood idol, um, and then pretty much his first day on the job, the college gets sued by a former security guard who says. Uh, he was fired for not colluding in a cover-up of a drug ring, right? And so um, this guy, he's doing the media relations. He's told that it's not true, and he kind of believes it. But as the book goes on, uh, it seems like maybe more and more it might be true. And then uh, law enforcement and the media kind of descend on campus, and he kind of gets you know deeper and deeper into it, and the truth becomes sort of more and more obscured. Um, and so, yeah, so it's, it's uh, and, and while all this is going on, the, the, the main character sort of finds himself navigating a mental health crisis. So it's a thriller, it's about mental health, it's about, and really ultimately it's about what an institution is willing to do to, to sort of protect its reputation. Gotcha. Well, you got my attention on it for sure, just describing it even that way, because it sounds like there's plenty of basis upon <laughs> real things and, you know, compounding upon, oh, maybe this thing, kind of thing could happen there. Maybe yeah. this thing could happen there. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Well, and even yesterday, do we have another? I was going to say, no. I think oh, we don't. There. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> But no, I think it'll be quite interesting because it, it does look like we are out of time. Okay, great. But I, I would like to thank you for coming on, Kevin. And you never know. I might show up for your for your book signing. You well, I hope know. you do. I would appreciate that. All righty. You've all been listening to Capital Chat on KINY.